Hello, friends, and welcome back to another episode of the Influencer Podcast. Today, we are talking about how to monetize your content on social media, specifically Instagram and TikTok, because that is where most content is monetizable. Of course, YouTube as well, but we're going to be focusing in on Instagram and TikTok today. Now, today you are going to hear from some content creators and coaches who share exactly how they have built a niche on Instagram and TikTok to work with brands and get paid to do it. So in this episode, we're going to talk to someone from the health and wellness space and someone in the mom education space. Now, both of these content creators do a phenomenal job of standing out among the saturation and getting paid for it. So if you are someone who wants to do that, you are going to love this episode and you're going to learn a lot from each of their approaches because their approaches and how they pitch and work with brands are very different. I have really enjoyed being a part of their evolution and growth as their coach and to really see them start to take ownership of the content that they're creating and the work that they're putting out online into the world and really the impact that they're making. So this is going to be a really awesome conversation. And I also want to let you know that the doors are officially open for Pitch It Perfect, my signature program that helps you pitch brands and get paid to do it. Pitch It Perfect has relaunched right now with not only some new bonuses and great content, but now you get coaching with me inside the container every week live coaching, and live office hours with me to help you get through challenges, triage moments, any pitch ideas you have, you name it, we cover it. I am your go-to pitch coach coming in to support you every single week inside that container. You also get access to our archive library of all of the coaching calls that I have done inside the container. This is an incredible community, and I'm excited to finally announce the live coaching to the public audience because I have only been offering the coaching to current members inside the program. But now we're opening doors to anyone who wants to join inside the container. So you're automatically going to get this amazing coaching opportunity with me. So head on over to pitchitperfect.net to get all the details. And if you have any questions, if you want to talk about anything, just DM me over at Instagram at Joel Solomon. I'm here to answer any questions that you have about pitching and about this amazing opportunity and how I can support you. And with that, let's get started on today's amazing conversation. Welcome to the Influencer Podcast. I'm your host, Julie Solomon. If you found yourself here, it means you are ready to unleash the powerful visionary that lives inside you, turning you into an authentic leader who creates influence, impact, and change. Let's get started. Hi, Bethan. Hi, Julie. It's so good to have you here. Thank you for being here. Oh my gosh, of course. Thank you for having me. I'm thrilled. I am thrilled to have you and um, for you just to share your incredible story of how you've been able to take what you have always quote unquote done and then turned it into something that you not only create great content around and that you're able to monetize as a content creator, but it also gives you so much freedom in your life and you get to be with your family and all of the good stuff. So let's, let's start out first with um, who you are and what you do. Yeah, absolutely. So I'm Beth Ann. My account is Low Lift Fun. I share parenting resources and easy kids activities for kids ages uh, two to eight. And my whole mission is just to make parenting more joyful 
and less stressful for parents who have spirited kids. That's my what my account is all about. That's what my content is all about. And I brought with me all of my knowledge um, from my previous career. I worked in education. So I was an elementary school teacher and then an elementary principal and then pivoted to becoming a stay-at-home mom with my three kids. Um, I have uh, a singleton who is now six and I have twins who are four years old, but they're close in age. So when my oldest was only two years old, when I had my twins, had three uh, under two, I, yeah, three <laughs> under three, three, yeah, two, three, under so three. It was bananas and it still is, but I'm like, it was the best kind of fun. I mean, it was wild. And for me, so I had this background in education and then when COVID hit and my son's preschool shut down and I had two one-year-olds as well to take care of, I was doing all kinds of activities at home. And kind of in those months, I realized like, I really have a perspective to share. Like I really have things that I could share with people that would help from my background in education and understanding of early childhood development. And now I feel like then that just like exploded having kids of my own and like kind of like shifted some of my perspectives. I just knew that I had a lot that I could share with other parents that could really help them both on like just the parenting side of things and the social emotional learning and helping our kids grow and develop to be the people we want them to be and who they are meant to be. And then also on the activity side of just like, how do I get through the day? Like how do, what what could I do that would help pass 30 minutes? Um, So again, I just felt like I really had a lot of knowledge to share and honestly kind of started low lift fun on a whim. My mom has always said, oh my gosh, Bethann, you should start a blog. You have such great ideas. You're always doing something. And again, it was during COVID that I finally was like, okay. I was like, maybe I'll just give this a try. Like, I'm just going to start a blog. I'm going to start an Instagram. I'm going to start sharing. And then it just has completely grown from there. So that's a little bit of kind of how I got started and how low lift fun came to be. Well, and I love that you, what I want to know is because I'll have a lot of aspiring content creators or bloggers or influencers, or we're all content creators. I call us all content creators. They'll come to me and they're just like, Julie, I don't have an expertise. Like I don't have anything that, you know, people would find exciting. Like I've been an accountant for 20 years or I'm, I've been, I'm a nurse or fill in the blank. So what gave you the idea or the confidence or the courage, or maybe it was all of those things in one, what gave you kind of that push to finally be like, you know what? I do have a really interesting perspective and I do have a lot to share and I can create content around this. So I think it was a couple of things. One for me was a little bit seeing a gap. So one of a gap in terms of the content that I saw out there. So one of my kids has sensory differences. And I saw that in a lot of the content I was seeing, it wasn't a very inclusive perspective. There was very little acknowledgement of kids with disabilities. And I felt that that was leaving out a lot of families. And that sometimes when I read content, I felt like I wished that more of that perspective was represented. So part of it was looking for like, what perspective is missing? Like, what can I give that's like not being shared a lot? Uh, So that was a piece of it. And then another part of it for me too, was just recognizing nobody else out there, like has it all figured out or has some expertise that I don't have. And I would even see, you know, I would see other accounts where the folks didn't have a background in education. Sometimes the things they were sharing, I would think like, well, that's not really quite right. Like, you know, and I would think, you know, I, I know what I'm talking about and to have confidence in that. 
And then the third final thing I would add is, and this is something I've heard, I think I've heard you say it, I've heard it several times, is just think about what people ask you about. I have friends who text me and say, oh my gosh, Bethann, how do you start potty training? Bethann, please, like, what do you do when your kid bites you? What do you say? You know, and so, or I'm, I have a one-year-old who's coming over for a play date and my kid's three. What activity could I set up? Like, those are things that people text me about and ask me about. So recognizing, okay, if my girlfriends have those questions, there are people out there who are wondering the same things and that my friends are turning and looking to me for advice on this. So I would just, yeah, I think I would encourage people to think about what are people asking you about in your real life? Because if I had a girlfriend who was an accountant, I would be asking her questions. And so just to know that like your just kind of lived experience is an expertise for someone else. And for me, you know, just having three kids under three, not very many people have experienced that. The fact that I also was an elementary school principal, not very many people have that perspective to share. And so to know just by being who I am and sharing what I know about, that's going to be helpful to other moms. So then walk us through how you were able to go from that to consistently monetizing your content. So you decided to start the blog. What happened? Okay. So I started the blog. I started the Instagram and I, that was in 2020. And then I realized how much time it takes. And so I think maybe some people start these things like, oh, this will be a fun little hobby. And then I'm like, I'm putting a lot of time into this. (laughs) So if I'm going to be putting this kind of time into something, I'm going to want more than some free Play-Doh or, you know, whatever, (laughs) fill in the blank. So I was like, okay, I, I kind of had this recognition of like, not only do I want to make money with this, but I also can make money with this. Like I see other accounts doing what I'm doing. And so I honestly, I listened to the influencer podcast a lot. I felt like I started to learn more about like, okay, like I started pitching on my own, just kind of from things I learned from the podcast. But then I reached this tipping point of I'm making a couple hundred bucks here, a couple hundred bucks there. And I think there's a lot more money to be made. And that was where I made the choice to invest in PIP and that I truly saw it as an investment and knew like, again, I think with my background and coming from education, I really have a perspective of it's okay to know what you don't, to recognize what you don't know and like be smart enough to know what you don't know. I didn't know how to pitch. I didn't know like what the roadmap should look like to make money doing this. And I felt like I had really good ideas and had great content to share, but I didn't know how to make a lot of money with it. And that was why I chose to join PIP and make that investment. And I mean, it was fast, like how quickly I saw the return on my investment. I mean, I think it was like from the time I bought the course, then like within the month, I had more than made back what I ever had put into it because I just had learned, I learned so much so quick. Yeah. So I would love to know how, how many months or years did you go at it? I'm going to say alone, but did you go at it before learning what you needed to learn? You know, probably about 10 months. And then it was within 10 months that you were like, okay, I'm ready to invest in actually learning how to do this and like learning a method. And then you said, so you, you came into PIP, which is pitch it perfect. We call it PIP on the inside. Um, And then what month, what year and month did you join PIP? You know, I want to say it was like August, September of 2021. Okay. So about a year ago. Yeah. At this point. Yeah. And that's where I'm also like, it is bananas how much more money I'm making now than before. I mean, and that's where I'm just like to anybody. I'm like, if you are at a point where you like are pitching, learn how to negotiate so that you're not leaving money on the table. Because I just, 
And again, like, there's no shame in that. Like for me, there's nothing wrong with saying, I didn't know how to do that. That just wasn't my background. I wasn't trained in that. And so to learn a system of, okay, here's how to source contacts. Here's how many people you should be pitching, you know, to really learn a framework. That was huge for me. Um, And then, I mean, maybe this is getting into like another question, but I think another thing for me that really helped with PIP um, was really thinking about my brand values and figuring out who I am as a brand. Because before I really was just kind of like, oh, okay, they'll pay me $200. Sure, I'll take that. Oh, $150. Yeah, I'll take that. And I was kind of just, I wasn't very strategic about it at all. And again, I just didn't know that I should be, or I didn't know how to be. And so really defining my brand values and kind of shifting that perspective of, I want to work with brands who are going to help me elevate my own brand so that I'm working with somebody who I'm not only getting paid, but the fact that I'm making this content for them is helping me grow. And it's going to help other brands want to work with me because now they're saying, oh, Beth Ann worked with XYZ. We want her too. And that's what I've seen. And then I also felt like it helped me grow on Instagram in terms of my followers, because then the sponsored content I doing, I was doing again, it was like, oh, wow, this content is super aligned. So if, for example, for me, I care a lot about inclusivity. I care about family fun. Um, I'm really passionate about social emotional learning. And so when I work with brands who are like on fire about all those same things, of course, that's going to fit better in my feed than if I'm doing an ad for like some random vitamin or something, you know? Um, So I think it just, it really helped give me a clearer focus about who I should be working with, who I should be saying yes to, who I should be going after. And so, yeah, walk me through that journey. So you joined um, our incredible Pitch It Perfect community about a year ago. And then you said, what happened in that first month? So I powered through the course. I feel like I'm just one of those people. I'm like very action oriented. I'm very strategic. So I think right off the bat, I mean, I remember doing the first module and texting my husband like, oh my gosh, Ben, like, I love this. Like, I feel, I just, I felt super motivated. I felt really energized in that first month. And to be honest, another like shift for me that first month, I felt in some ways before, I think embarrassed is too strong a word, but like, I think I felt like a little bit embarrassed that I was like pitching brands or like taking money from brands to do this on social media. Like, I think I just felt like it was so different than anything I had done before. I just didn't know how to like explain it to friends or people I met. Or like if people would ask me if I worked, I like wouldn't really talk about my business or talk about low lift fun. And for me, after I did that first module and really defined my brand values, it helped me feel so proud of what I'm doing and so proud of what I'm sharing. Because this is like, these are all of the things that I am most passionate about in life. And now I get to share it with thousands of people helpful resources that will help them and help their kids and their families. And I get to make a lot of money. Like that's, it's awesome. So it just, yeah, that was a long answer, but I feel like that first month, it really helped me um, get excited, define more of my brand, and then also have a better system for pitching um, and kind of get clearer on a system for sourcing those contacts. Um, The number that I needed to be pitching, it really just kind of helped me up the quantity in terms of like, we talk a lot about that. Like it's a numbers game. you got to pitch a lot of brands and I pitch a ton. I still consistently pitch 
easily 30 brands a week. Um, And I mean, sometimes it's even been more like, and and, because if I'm not getting hits, then I'm like, all right, I got to pitch more, like find more. (laughs) Right. Um, One of the things that I will hear sometimes uh, from people is that they're, you know, they're afraid to, you know, invest in Pitch It Perfect or just invest in anything, right? They're they're afraid to take the leap and invest in something because they're like, well, what if a brand doesn't respond to me? What do you say to that, Bethan? They won't. There are a lot of people who won't and it's okay. Nah, that's what I say. You just, you just have to get comfortable with the fact that most brands are going to say no, or, you know, they won't respond. They'll say, I think if people have an idea that you're going to get to some certain follower count and brands are just going to be knocking down your door, trying to work with you or that, you know, everybody's just going to say yes to you. It's just not how it works. I mean, even as you grow and get big, big, bigger, I have people, Julie, who have 85,000 followers who will reach out to me and I have, you know, like half that they'll reach out to me and say, Oh my gosh, you're getting so many brand deals. Like, how are you doing this? Like, how do you get these partnerships? I think for people to just know, like you're never too small to get started or to start learning. Um, and that, yeah, people will say no to you and it's okay. There's somebody who's going to say yes. It's okay. When I think that also people think that you have to have a lot of yeses in order to make money. Mm. So I would love mm-hmm. for, for, to hear your take on that. Cause you know, you, if you're pitching 30 brands plus what you said a week, and then you're getting a lot of no's, but then I know that you make a lot of money. Yeah. And so how does that work? Like, how, how are you able to navigate that? Because the quant, you've got to pitch mass quantity because we know that we're going to get a lot of no's, but all you need is one, two or three yeses to make good money. And I think that that's the thing that once you have the right method to follow and you actually know what you should be charging, you don't need a lot of brands to say yes to you. You just need one brand to say yes to you or two brands to say yes to you. Right. And yes, yes. You, it only takes, you know, a few and going along with what we talked about earlier. I think when I'm working with brands who are very aligned with me and those one or two who say yes are super, super aligned then that one yes becomes a five month long yes. And that $400 deal becomes a $6,000 deal. And so to find those right brands and build good relationships with them. And that's something I love that you teach too. It's not about slapping crap together and giving that to a brand and thinking that that's going to cut it. Like you have, you need to be able to deliver and like really provide excellent content. And that's something too, where I really it doesn't take a lot of yeses. And then the ones you get, go above and beyond for them. Be so good that you're who they want to come back to. And that's what I've really done where I now, like looking ahead to the rest of the year, I already have over $30,000 in booked thing. And that would be if I stopped pitching and I'm not going to stop. Like, so, I mean, and that's just like, but a lot of those are brands who I did one thing for them and now they want me to do six more things for them. So when you're working with those, when you get the right people to say yes, and then really deliver for them, it can lead to great long-term partnerships. That has been huge. Yeah. And I would love for you to, to chat with us about, you know, to, to whatever degree is, is comfortable for you money, because sure. we want to talk about the money. Yeah, so you said within it. the first month of taking the program, you made your investment back. Yes. What were the months following? What, what did it look like in terms of your monetization and how you were able to grow? So in the months following when I 
signed up, I was making about like six to $800 a month, which was a big jump for me because previously I had been, again, taking on like, you know, a campaign for a hundred bucks here, a hundred bucks there. So to consistently be making over $500 a month, I was like, whoa, this, you know, this is picking up, this is paid for itself. Um, and then looking ahead to 2022. So that was 2021 looking ahead to 2022. Um, in January of this year, I made $1,500 in February. I made, um, 3,800. It was around 3,800 for March, April. It jumped to 4,600 may. It jumped to 7,000. Um, and now it's been consistently at seven or higher, um, and now also having months where it's been 10,000, or like I said, like now forecasting out, I think I'll make at least 10,000 every month for the remainder of the year. That's amazing. So you invested probably like what, 500 bucks or so in this course. And it was 599. Yep. <laughs> and you've made, you've made what? Yeah, I know. <laughs> you yes. made like over $40,000 in less yeah. than a, in about a year, which is crazy. Yeah. Yep. And you've yeah. got 30,000 more coming before yes. the end of the year. Yes. That's just incredible. My friends, have you ever thought that you have done the hard part? You have started your business and you have taken that leap from belief into really stepping out and claiming a vision for yourself. But you know that if you want to make money doing what you love, you need other support. You need to grow. You need to scale. You need a marketing strategy. You need a lot of this stuff. Now, of course, I talk so much about these things, right? Like how to identify your target audience, where to find them, which marketing channels to focus on. So you're really making the most out of your budget. And of course, how to use things like data to set goals. But there's another great podcast that I love out there that also talks about this stuff. And it's called This is Small Business. This is Small Business, an original podcast from Amazon, answers so many of these kinds of questions. Whether you're dreaming of starting your business or you're looking to take a part-time side hustle full-time, or maybe you're a few years in and you're ready to scale. This is Small Business is going to give you the practical tips that you can start using today. And I know that if you love these topics on my podcast, you're going to love them on this one too. Make sure to follow This is Small Business on Apple Podcasts or Spotify so you don't miss these fantastic episodes. And a big thanks to This is Small Business for sponsoring the show. My friends, as creators, we work so hard creating our content. So we don't want to leave it up to things like an algorithm to determine how successful our online brands and businesses can be. And that is why I love Kajabi. Kajabi is the ultimate all-in-one platform that helps creators and entrepreneurs like myself build successful online businesses by unlocking predictable recurring revenue. And I know they can help you too. No matter your niche, Kajabi makes it easy to turn your skills, your passions, your experiences into enriching offers like online courses, exclusive membership sites, subscription podcasts, communities, personalized coaching, and so much more. What I love about Kajabi is that not only does it make it super easy to use, but they don't take a cut of your revenue because everything is owned and controlled by you. You don't need a huge audience to make a sustainable income online. I talk about that all the time here on the podcast. There are thousands of creators on Kajabi making six and seven figures without having hundreds of thousands of followers, and you can too. Right now, Kajabi is offering a free 30-day trial to start your business Go to kajabi.com slash influencer. That's K-A-J-A-B-I dot com slash influencer. Go to kajabi.com slash influencer and join the creators and entrepreneurs who have made over $7 billion. 
Um, and thank you so much for being so transparent as well, oh, sure. because I, I think that that really allows people to see what's possible. And that's the thing that if you don't believe in what's possible, then nothing can change for you. For but sure. I think hearing from other amazing women like you, that it's like, you know, Beth Ann's a mom. She's a former elementary school principal, teacher. She's incredible and amazing, but she doesn't have wings. Yeah. <laughs> she is superwoman, but <laughs> you know, she is not some mystical, yeah. magical unicorn. Like she is just an incredible woman who knew that she had expertise, who knew that she had something of value to bring to the table, who really got clear on what her brand values were and who had the courage to ask for what she wanted to build really key, strong relationships with brands, which is the core foundation of the method that I teach. It's not just about pitching. It's about actually building relationships to be able to then for the brand to see the value in you, to want to pay you five, six, seven, ten thousand $10,000. And that's, that's the key. And I would love to know another, another fun thing that started at the beginning of the year. When you joined PIP last year, we did not have a coaching component. At the beginning of 2022, I opened up a coaching component to the program for students who wanted extra support. They could now get it with this coaching. And so we started doing coaching at the beginning of the year. I would love to hear how just that coaching aspect of it was beneficial for, you know, the way that you've been able to grow. So I feel like every piece has just taken it to another level. So like when I joined PIP, it was like, wow, this feels really transformative. And that like my business has changed. Like this is transformative. And then I feel like with coaching, it's like, okay, this feels like another level now. Because it's interesting, even looking at that spreadsheet, I would be curious to look back at what month did coaching start? December of 2021. So it was like from looking at that, to like that February. So like in December I had made, I think it was like $800 or something like that. And then to that February, I had made 3,800. I made 38 in February. And then from there, it, that's when I've started to see the jumps. And I would say to my husband, I'm like, oh, like I made, I made $4,000 this month. Oh, I made $7,000 this month. And it just has continued to grow. So I think again, just kind of having that deeper level of support and expertise to come to you with very specific questions and be able to get help. I mean, even just as specific as like, there was that situation where I was talking with an agency and they wanted to represent me. And I was like, gosh, these terms don't seem very fair. And so to have someone that I could hop onto a call and say, Hey, here's what they're telling me. Is this right? And you're like, okay, here's what you need to say back to them. Here's what you need to ask for that. I'm like eternally grateful for that because I probably would have signed with them just not knowing that it was not a good deal. And I ultimately said, no, they weren't willing to negotiate on the terms. So, I mean, that's a very specific example, but to have access to an expert, again, being smart enough to know what I don't know and to be able to come and bring my questions to you, that's huge. Another piece for me is the community that when we come on those coaching calls, there's a level of support that I really appreciate in hearing what other people are going through, um, both the good and the bad, because there are weeks where I'm down and someone else is up and it inspires me to hop off the call and go pitch another 15 brands and just keep, keep at it. And then I feel there are other times where someone else is down and other people are up and we're able to help uplift them. And that's a level of support that I just don't have anywhere else. Um, 
I don't have any friends, you know, in real life who do what I do. And so it means, it means a lot to have access to that, to your expertise. Um, and then the final thing I would just say that I really appreciate about the calls as well, the pitch audits are great. You know, I just so appreciate how we get nitty gritty, but I'm a very direct person. Like I'm very strategic and action oriented. And that's what the calls are. Like every single call I leave feeling I have specific action items. I have things that I can do that are going to help me make more money and move my business ahead um, and handle problems that are coming up. So I think that's one of the biggest things for me. It's like, you are just such a direct coach. Like we get to it. And I appreciate that. Like, that's my style too. Like, let's do this. Um, So I really appreciate that about the coaching as well. Yeah, me too. And, you know, and that really lends to just, there's really good questions that are asked inside that container. You know, and that's why I am able to be so tactical and direct and strategic with my answers because the questions are so good. Are you full-time at this now? So that's actually really exciting too. My husband is going back to school to become a physician assistant, and this is going to be our full-time income. And yeah, so like, and for people to know, I don't have childcare. Like I I do this like while taking care. Like I don't have a nanny. Like my kids don't go to daycare. So for, for people to know that like you can piece things together. My husband is amazing. Like we're very strategic about like, you know, okay, when he is done with the day, okay, I'm going to go to Panera and, you know, work for four hours. You know, we're strategic about it. You have to carve out the time. Um, But I'm really looking forward to as, um, my youngest kids are in school full time because I have that thought. I'm like, oh my gosh, if I'm doing this well right now, just kind of piecing this together, you know, where I can find time. I, I really feel again, like my mind just continues to expand as I go through this where I was like, okay, like this could be a good little like side job. Oh, wow. Like I, now I'm at, I was at a place where I was like, oh, wow, I can like make real money. Like this could be a salary. And I'm like, oh my gosh, I could make a lot of money. And like, I'm like money that like you don't make in education. Like this is, um, so yeah, I, I, my mind continues to expand for what's possible. Yeah. And I think you're going to get close to at least matching your former salary or out earning it very, very soon. For sure. And, and that's where I, I think like in terms of like, just, uh, and even like now thinking about your question in terms of like what I net monthly, I think I'm like, right. I'm earning comparable to what I was earning as a principal. I was thinking about it more like, have I in total earned what I would have earned in a year? And I'm not there quite yet because again, it's just been growing so quickly. I mean, even since June, it's really jumped up. Right. And I would love to know your thoughts on, for someone who has been on the fence. I, cause I, I have women come to me and they're like, I've been wanting to take pitch it perfect for years. And I never have. Like, what would you say to them? Do it, do it, do it, do it, do it, do it, do it. Um, it is worth every single penny. And again, I, the people, I have so many people who reach out to me and ask me about the brands that I'm working with or, you know, notice that I'm having a lot of brand partnerships. Do it. Like you, you just take the course and learn the framework um, and get started because really I, you will make your money back. I Like if you put the work in, the strategies are there to, to absolutely make your money back and so much more. And that's what, like, I think about for some people when they're, when they're, they're saying like, I've been wanting to do this for years. And I, I immediately think like, oh my gosh, the amount of money that you have left on the table 
by not, and, and that's the thing. It's not about doing it right or doing it perfect or even doing it. It's, it's about being willing to do it. Like, are you really willing to invest in yourself, to believe in yourself enough? Because it's not about the money. It's not about the time. Like we, we're always going to have the excuse. I don't have the time. I don't have the money. Well, here is Beth Ann who has three kids, two of which are twins, no outside help outside of her and her husband, no nanny, no babysitter, no daycare, no nothing. And finds the time is willing to pitch 30 brands at least a week and do what is necessary to create amazing content, to build those relationships and to generate thousands of dollars a month for her and her family. It just goes down to the willingness. Are you actually ready and willing to do this or not? And no one can make that decision for you, but you. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Definitely. I love it. And I love your story. Thank you so much for coming on oh and gosh, sharing. For everyone, go follow Beth Ann. She is at Low Lift, L-I-F-T, fun, F-U-N. She is also the kindest human in, in the entire world. Um, she's amazing and so supportive and so great. And if you have any questions at all about what we talked about today, just slide into my DM, slide into Beth Ann's DM. I'm sure she won't mind. Screenshot today's episode. And Let I always, us know what your biggest takeaway was. Yes, go ahead. I was just going to say too, I always like, I feel like excited when people ask me about PIP because I'm like, join, come hang out with us. Come to the coaching calls. Like it's really such an awesome, supportive community. And so I, whenever anyone's interested, I'm like, oh, please join. That'd be wonderful. I hope to see you there. And the thing is, is like, we're just getting started. There's, there's so much more fun happening on the inside and so much, so much more growth to come for this incredible community. And so thank you, Bethann, for just being such an incredible example of what is possible when you decide to be willing to believe in yourself and to take that leap and to be courageous enough, because that's the biggest difference between people that I see that succeed at this and that don't. It's like the ones that don't believe in themselves enough to pitch you know, and to pitch more and to pitch more, the ones that don't believe in themselves enough to figure out a different kind of way to do it, um, that don't think that they're worthy to invest in themselves. You know, it's you, you have to, that's a mindset shift that you have to get to the other side of. But if you can, if you can have the courage and the curiosity and the excitement, even if it like gives you butterflies in your stomach, it should. But if you can, if you can honor that and use that as a tool, then you can be unstoppable. And you, Beth Ann, are an example of that. So thank you so much. Oh, well, thank you. I mean, everything we've talked about today, clearly, I mean, Pip has had such an incredible impact on my life. So thank you, because I know you are empowering so many women to just go after it and make it happen. So thank you so much, truly, um, on a personal level. I mean, it's been, had such an incredible impact on my life. So thank yeah. you. Thank you. So here you have it, folks. Yes, brand deals still happen, even in 2022. They're happening every single day. And people are getting paid really good money for to create content for brands every single day. So that means it's possible for you too. So if you have any questions, feel free again to shoot me or Beth Ann over a DM. We're happy to chat. Hey, Tori, how are you? Hey, I'm good. How are you? I'm doing good. Thank you so much for being here with us today. Um, as you know, I have just adored getting to know you and your incredible business and brand in a lot of different facets over the last year, um, but would love for you to share with our community a little bit about who you are and what you do. Okay. Um, so I am a yoga and wellness teacher in Birmingham, Alabama. 
So I help people get physically fit, but also there is a mental and spiritual component to what I do. So we kind of hit all aspects of self at once. And I found you on Instagram and I thought, okay, I think I can do this pitch thing and align myself with brands that um, have the same values that I have as far as um, people's wellness in general. And it's been an amazing thing to pitch brands to be able to try to monetize content, but also to learn how to pitch myself and my own personal brand, which we've gotten into a lot. So that's been a very cool arc over the last handful of months that I've known you just in different ways that I'm able to grow and different ways that I can pitch myself for different opportunities. Yeah. And that's what I think is so unique to kind of your approach to creating content, monetizing the content and pitching is that you're not, you know, someone that considers themselves a fashion blogger or a lifestyle influencer or, you know, um, just a, you know, just a content creator that's creating content off of the things that they wear or the stuff they, you know, the makeup that they put on their face or whatever that is. Um, cause right. I think that that, that tends to be because of Instagram and TikTok. That tends to be when we think of a content creator, that tends to be what people think of, but mm -hmm. you're actually a coach and you have your own offers and you have your own services, but yet you still are able to monetize your content and you're able to pitch yourself. So can you share with me a little bit about how your approach to it as a coach with pitching? Um, yeah. Cause at first I definitely thought, oh, I should pitch skincare, makeup, all this stuff that we see. And it became very evident to me very quickly that that was not the avenue for me, but that it could be something where I could pitch myself as a content creator to add even more value to certain brands for their ideal client of if you are a vitamin company, or if you have an amazing bath soak, let's take this idea of wellness and just add more layers to it that I can help with. So it's something that for me as a yoga teacher, a meditation instructor, I can say, how else can we approach this? How can we place your product in it so that you have that benefit? But what else can I give to you that would be valuable to the person who's potentially buying from you? What made you kind of even think that this could be something that could work for you? Because, you know, um, a lot of times people say, you know, but I'm, I'm not a blogger, I'm a coach, or I'm not an influencer, I'm, you know, an educator, or I'm a course creator, or I, you know, I run memberships, like, will this work for me? So how were you able to kind of figure that out for yourself? Um, oh, I think you explained it really well when you shared with me the difference between sort of being an influencer versus a content creator because it gave me the ability to go to a brand and say, I can do X, Y, and Z for you. And it's not something that I'm necessarily trying to market to my audience, although I will, but this is something that you can use and you can put it anywhere that you need to put it in the marketplace. So it was really just jumping in and like crossing my fingers, saying a prayer and going for it. And so yeah. could you share a little bit about, you know, maybe some of the companies that you've worked with or some of the campaigns that you've been able to pitch and negotiate and land and the, the kinds of content that you're generating for them? Um, one of them that was so interesting for me was Nutrafol, which we had talked about on previous PIP calls. So I thought, 
well, I'll just reach out to them too and see if I can get some sort of deal for their product. And that worked, but it allowed me an avenue to create wellness content for them. That was something that I think was useful for them, but it was also really useful for me and my business of what I do. So that was something that it just kind of like flip-flopped the script for me. Um, Another one that I'm working for is um, Pure Soma, which is about soap that I saw on Goop. And I was like, well, let me reach out to them and see what happens. And it's something that has turned into, went from their product placement to how can I accelerate my growth through their channels? So it's been really, really interesting to jump into that and ride the wave. Yeah. And I think that that's, I I love the angle that you take about, you know, yes, I can do quote, you know, just product placement or I can do a swipe up here, tap here. I still call it swipe up. Um, I can do that for the con for the brand, or I can actually start coming into the brand space and creating content for them based off of my expertise and what it is that I have to share, which I think is amazing. Um, walk us through a little bit of, you know, how that journey has looked like from, you know, for you, I think, when did you first dive into the PIP community? Do you remember? January. January. Is it of this year? Right at the beginning of the year. Yep. And then, um, what did that first like month or two look like for you? It was so much of a mindset shift. And I think that's where you've been the most valuable to me as a coach. Um, just opening my eyes to what, different possibilities could be for me and that I can initiate contact with a brand and that sky's the limit of anything that I can come up with that could be valuable to this company. And I can engineer it any way that I need to for myself, but just really going for it and putting myself out there and even um, different things. I remember one company we talked about and you said, I think you need to look like way, way down the end of the road. Like I could see this coming into a big collab for you of a wellness package with this really big company, not just you creating some content for them to use on their Instagram, but like really where could you take this? And so any brand that I've talked to since then, that's always kind of in the back of my head of what's the limit here. It's anything that I put on it. It's anywhere that I want to go with it. Um, and I've kind of taken that into different um, avenues of how I do workshops here now, different people that I bring in. Um, we talked about Megan Roop at one point and I hosted her last weekend. So just to see how that can kind of happen and like, how do I just make choices to align myself with certain people and put myself in that sphere is I think as, as soon as you change your belief about what you're capable of, which is something that you were instrumental for me with, then the game changes. Absolutely. And I love that, you know, using Megan as an example, because not only is she an incredible human being, but she has built an amazing brand. And I think a lot of times when you think about there may be content creators out there that want to work with other creators Mm -hmm. and other, you know, people in their field, but they're like, but I don't know what should I do? And I'm like, well, you just got to ask. And you say, you come and do this with me and they might say yes, yeah. if you take that step. 
Well, that's that's a great example. Will you will you chat with me a little bit about how how that process happened? Because I remember we had that conversation months ago about if you want to start collaborating. Because what that also does too, and and why I love talking to you, Tori, is that you don't you don't really use pitching or think about pitching just in that one that yeah. one kind of frame of like I'm going to pitch this brand and they're going to pay me X amount of dollars and then I'm going to post this content on my page. You think about it as like, no, how can I actually start building, you know, a really deep relationship with this brand and actually come into their company, host workshops for their employees or, you know, create a retreat and they come in and sponsor it or, you know, whatever it may be. And so um, walk us through how that, you know, and then another great example is here with Megan is that you actually looked at another creator, another entrepreneur in your space that you wanted to align with that. I think the beginning of this year, if I would have told you, Hey, you're going to do something with Megan Roop in nine months, you would have been like, are you like smoking something? Like what is happening? And like, and here we are. So definitely walk me through that. Um, It was one of the brands that I reached out to and they said, well, let me put you in touch with our PR company and we can talk about what different project budgets might look like or what they would like to see come out of this. And I looked them up and I saw their client list. And I was like, oh my goodness, they have so many people that I could only imagine my name being in that conversation with them. And Megan was one of them. And I thought, oh, she's just amazing. I love everything she does. And I can't believe that I'm talking to this PR company that's done so much to help catapult her career. Although she's amazing and she's done a lot of that for herself. Um, And so I reached out to her at a certain point where she was talking about doing pop-ups and she has a couple people that teach for her on her app and they were doing some stuff in different parts of the country. And so that was just a different sort of pitch for me of, okay, I'm going to message her and see if she responds, which she did immediately. Cause she's awesome like that. And she was so sweet. And we just started going back and forth about like, when this could happen and what spaces might be available. And at that point I was, I'm still under construction for a facility, but I was like, well, let me see if I can get into another one to train my clients. And then you can just come and do this with me. And she did. And so that happened last Saturday and she was just amazing and killed it. But it was awesome then to get to connect with her in person and to have um, some really great conversation about what we do just in the fitness and wellness space and how that translates for her into the social space. But like you said, just to have that happen nine months ago, I would not have even thought that that was a possibility. And that's what I love about what we do inside Pitch It Perfect. And I think that this is really what makes it so unique and makes it stand out from anything else out there. And I think this is this is why Pitch It Perfect has been and still is so successful is because we really focus in on, it's not just about pitching, it's about building relationships. And that's why it doesn't matter if you're a blogger, an influencer, a scuba diver, you know, a yoga instructor, a yoga instructor, a doula, if you were wanting to, to pitch someone, to collaborate and partner with them and build a relationship with them and you know maybe your goal is to monetize maybe your goal is to get more exposure maybe your goal is to get in front of a different audience or community that you haven't been able to tap into yet whatever right. that is if you learn this method it can work for you 
And I think Tori, your journey of how you've been able to approach that is a true testament to that because you don't just look at it from that very kind of, you know, which this way works, but just kind of that one dimensional way of I'm going to pitch X brand. They're going to give me X money. And then I'm going to post X thing. You're like, no, I want to, I want to work with this brand long-term. And that's kind of from that original conversation that we had months ago that I was like, I want you to be thinking about like bigger picture. I want you to be thinking about like you become the go-to expert for this company whenever they want to host retreats, whenever they want to do workshops, whenever they want to do anything. And that really does begin and end with building relationships. And even with your, you know, story with Megan, you now have this great relationship that, you know, you wouldn't have had unless you had the foresight, the vision, the belief, the the wherewithal and and the possibility to actually make that happen. And so I would love to kind of hear a little bit more from you on, you know, how you've been able to integrate and kind of use some of the principles that we teach to um, continue to build upon, you know, what you've already been doing as a yoga instructor. Mm -hmm. Um, So one of them is that you would say for every pitch, like you're going to come back with nine no's for one yes. Um, or I want you to come back and I want you to have 30 no's because it means you probably got three yeses. And so it really is going after it time and time again. And um, one other thing, I hope you make this an original audio for real because it would be so good where you say that your beliefs have to be greater than your excuses. Because it's true. You have to get up and be willing to take the action over and over and over again. Because I could pitch this brand that we talked about and eventually become their go-to expert. Or it might not happen with that brand, but I can pitch 30 others and it could happen with one of them. It will happen with whichever one it's meant to happen. But I have to keep putting myself out there to do it. Um, It's happened in... Anytime any influencer puts out, I'm looking for a yoga mobility instructor. Will they get a DM from me immediately? Or like, I know you're in New York and I'm in Alabama. I know you're in LA and I'm in Alabama, but I'm really good at what I do. And I'm going to get in your inbox some way. And it's not going to happen for all of them, but it might happen for two. So it's, again, just a mindset shift of how am I going to put myself in front of people? Because nobody's going to find me if I don't put myself there. And I have to do it enough times and be willing to get back to it every single time that it might not work out or I might not feel like it or be as motivated to do it. And that's where the discipline aspect comes in and taking those repeated actions and be willing to do that. Because I think a lot of times we can get stuck in wanting to be taught and get stuck in wanting to be inspired. And that goes beyond our level of commitment to taking the actions that we need to actually take to get stuff done. Yeah. I think that's a great way of putting it in. And it does go back to, you know, if you're not making offers, you don't get paid. If you're not making offers, you don't grow. If you don't make, if you're not making offers, you're not building engagement. If you, you know, it, it all stems from the offer. And so that's why I love to get no's because if you come to me and you're like, Julie, I have 30 no's. What that has told me is that you have made a lot of offers And that is the goal. The goal is to not get all yeses. The goal is to make a lot of offers to get a lot of no's because you're going to get a lot of no's, but all you need is one, two, three yeses to then build and grow from there. And that, I think that that's the other shift is that people think that they need to get a yes from every single brand in order to be successful. And that's just not the case. What you need to do is make offers. 
because what people, since they believe that, then they just don't make it any offers at all, which means like, well, an offer is better than no offer. (laughs) So it's, that's really, it's the willingness to be able to learn how to do it the right way. So you're actually making better offers. You're learning from your nose, you're tweaking your offer, and then you're going back out to the marketplace to make more of them. Mm -hmm. And that's really where you learn even what a brand wants from you. You know, Tori, you're not going to know unless you're going in and making the offers about what a brand would find valuable at a workshop or a Mm -hmm. retreat or on an app or whatever it it may be from what you can offer with your expertise. Yeah. Well, I love that you always say like, get the information from the no, like the yes doesn't tell you anything, but from the no, you can get a lot. And I think for me, that's just helped me sharpen what I offer and always run a fine tooth comb over how much value am I providing to this brand? Cause they can pay me whatever their budget is. But if I give them really great value that they can use in X number of ways, then the chances that we're going to have a longer partnership or a better collaboration overall are much greater. That's so true. Um, the other thing that we have been doing this year, that's been new inside Pitch It Perfect is the coaching calls. Mm-hmm. That was something that previous to 2022 was not offered inside the container. Um, and now it's, it's just, it's a part, it's a part of Pitch It Perfect. If you join Pitch It Perfect, you get access to coaching calls with me and, and office hours from me and pitch mm-hmm. audits and, you know, a bunch of other things. Um, what have you really found to be the most valuable piece from that coaching component? Mm. Well, I love getting the opportunities to ask you specific questions Uh, that to me in and of itself for anybody who's considering this, the fact that I can get on a call with you and say, I've come up against this roadblock either in an email, trying to get on the phone with somebody um, or even just a mindset shift that I need some help getting through is huge. So for me, that in and of itself, having access to those calls is huge. And then also the likelihood that one or two other people on the call will ask some sort of question that will open up a bigger conversation that is valuable to everybody. Really, I think that is a big one too, just that every conversation that we have on there, I can extract something that is beneficial to me. Um, And if not today, it might be in two weeks. And that's what I love about, you know, a group container is, you know, a lot of times people will, will automatically in their brains, they'll compare private one-on-one to group. And they're like, well, I need private one-on-one in order to succeed. And I'm like, well, first off, those two things are completely different. And it's like comparing apples to oranges. So why are you even comparing those two things? It's like comparing like, you know, I I need to go to the dentist, but I also need to get my eyes checked. Well, you may need to do both. You know Mm -hmm. what I mean? It's like, depending on what's going on, you may need to go get your eyes checked and you also may need a dentist. So let's not compare the two. Um, But what my, you know, one of the things that I always try to advocate for when it comes to that group component is that it has nothing to do with private one-on-one. You're going to learn so much, not only from me, the coach, but from the other members in the community, because they're going to ask something, or they're going to say something that is just going to spark something in you that you weren't even consciously aware of. And you would have never been gifted that 
amazing gift that is that now if you weren't in that container. And so that's the biggest, um, I love that you talked about that because that's the biggest thing that I love to say to people is like, why are you comparing one-on-one coaching to group coaching? They're two completely different things and they're both incredibly valuable, but don't downplay group coaching just because you're comparing it to private one-on-one coaching. Group coaching still has an incredibly valuable place in the market. And I think that that's something that keeps a lot of people Again, it's like the excuse that we make. It keeps a lot of people stuck because they tell themselves that the only way that they can con- they, they can ex- succeed is with private one-on-one coaching. Um, so I would just love your, yeah. your thoughts on that because you've you've kind of had both, even kind of with me to some yeah. degree, you've had both sides. Yes, that's true. Um, and it's been so valuable from both sides of it too, but... I also have relationships with other people that were in my containers or currently are. Um, I probably zoom with Nikki once every week or two, and we are still like bouncing off ideas. Um, I talked to Beth Ann, I talked to Arden. So it's also being able to send a quick voice memo to somebody in the group where you think, Oh, they have been through something similar before, or they might have a really good perspective on this. So it's not just that I get amazing coaching from you, but the women that I've met in here are sharp and they are really, really great resources as well. So having that community aspect and having 10 other people that you can get feedback from is awesome. It really is. And, um, and it, it, especially in a container like this, Mm -hmm. you know, Pitching and learning how to monetize your content, learning how to collaborate and partner with companies and brands, you you want to know as much as you can know. Like you want to hear how other people are doing it. It's it's not really something that I would ever want to silo off in a private capacity just because you would automatically be limiting yourself with the amount of quality and valuable information that you would otherwise get in a group capacity. And it's still incredibly intimate. Like we're still, I'm still one-on-one coaching you and one-on-one talking to you and one-on-one being there for you. And everyone's question gets answered. Nobody leaves a call floating in the wind. It's just not private. You know, it's (laughs) just not private and siloed off into this little room by itself. And so I just, I think that that's a huge thing that a lot of times, no matter what container you're in or what you're doing, I just think across the board when it, when it comes to coaching, that's something that, um, it's an important conversation to have. So I appreciate you mm-hmm. kind of lending yourself to that. And if there's anyone listening that they're, they, they're just on the fence with investing in themselves, they're on the fence about pitching there. They want to do it. Um, they've been curious about it, but they're just like, I don't know, is this for me? What would you say to that person? That investing in somebody who already knows what they're doing and what that roadmap is, uh, there's not really a price tag that you can put on that once you're on the other side of it and you know the benefit of it. Um, and I think you and I, I don't remember what the video was, but there was a Hormozy video where he says you can have the skills, the character, or the beliefs. You have to have all three of those to be able to do something. Skills are the things that you can go out and buy to be able to figure out what you need to know to do. Character is how you show up every day and do the thing. But beliefs can be the trickiest thing to conquer, to have that shift. And so for me, you were all three of those things. 
of here's how you do it. This is the roadmap. And you do it over and over again. No matter how many no's you get, you keep doing it. And you think really big because the sky's the limit. Like how far can you take this and who can you go with and do that with? So for me, it was every one of those things to that I needed to be able to grow a successful brand or to start to grow one, I was able to get in this container. Amazing. And we've loved having you. You've been such a just incredible part to our community. And I love your approach and just to see you grow. It's been amazing. So Tori, please let everybody know where they can find you. Um, and if anyone has any questions or if you've had any aha moments, or you just want to ask Tori something, feel free to slide into her DMS. I know she won't mind. <laughs> she hangs out in her DMS like I do. Um, so yeah. So yeah, share with us where they, where they can reach out to you. Um, I am on Instagram. It is at Tori Prendergast, T-O-R-I-P-R-E-N-D-E-R-G-A-S-T because it's a doozy of a last name. And I am on my website at ToriFit at dot VHX dot TV. Awesome. Thank you so much, Tori, for being here. I so appreciate you. Thank you so much. I really appreciate you. And I am so grateful for every bit of knowledge, wisdom, and encouragement that you've given to me over the last eight months and many more to come. As always, thank you so much for joining me today and every week here on the Influencer Podcast. If you're wanting to dive deeper into the topics and discussions that we have here, I would encourage you to head over to juliesolomon.net and sign up for my weekly newsletter. It is in our amazing newsletter community that we are able to really support you on a much larger scale. And I love to do a ton of amazing things that I send inside your inbox every single week. So just head over to juliesolomon.net. You'll see a little spot there that you can add your information in and you will get on the list and start receiving all all of that good stuff.